Okay, this show also has no theme song. I just realized that <laughs> as I did it. Also, am I recording this show uh, the same time I, I, after immediately after I recorded uh, uh, News Time? Or what's it called? The Constitutionals? You bet I am. I just changed the lighting back to what it was originally. <laughs> That's what it is. Okay, welcome back to Late Night Lately. I'm your host, Chad White. This is episode... Is this two or three? Oh, Jesus. I think it's episode three. I don't know. I thought I wrote down the episode. This, these are the things that that just yeah. This is episode two. Okay, all right. These are the things that need to to get uh, understood. Uh, I'm glad you're joining us. Thank you for joining us. Uh, let's get on with the monologue. Ex-Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro says he'll return to Brazil in March after extending his diplomatic visa in early February to stay in Florida after escaping opposition in his home country. This comes after Florida Governor Ron DeSantis told Bolsonaro to go back home to Mexico. Retail company Louis Vuitton announced this week that Pharrell Williams will be the company's new menswear creative director. Fellas, prepare yourselves for hot looks like this. Hopefully I put up uh, the buffalo hat and post. Toymaker Mattel announced a reboot of the children's show Barney with plans to feature the character in a new show, movies, and other content. Hopefully, this is a gritty reboot where when he sings, I love you, you love me, he doesn't mean it. <laughs> That's, uh, that one's for the, uh, the millennials who uh, love, uh, or Gen Zers who like trophies. I think it's millennials. A trailer for, I say it like I'm not a <laughs> millennial. I love a trophy. Please give me trophies. A trailer for a movie based on the video game Tetris was released and features references for Nintendo's Game Boy, intense visuals of the game itself, and a remix of the original Tetris theme alongside a scene of the main character trying to fit the block into a space it clearly doesn't belong in. Oh, wait, wait, uh, wait, okay, hold on. What? Okay, wait. Ah, ah man. Paramount announced this week that the price of its streaming service, Paramount Plus, will increase as it folds in Showtime with the streamer, but it doesn't matter because your parents will still call to you to complain about how urban CVS has gotten. <laughs> Screw that one up. All right, that was a monologue. That's the jokes that they do at the beginning of the show. Uh, Chad White, <laughs> Late Night Lately, episode two. Oh, God, I thought three. That was not even a joke. I held up three. Oh my gosh. Okay. I should have had the buffalo hat thing ready. I don't, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I'm not going to do that thing in post. If you uh, Google Pharrell Williams buffalo hat, you'll definitely find the things that I'm talking about. What happened this week in late night? This week in late night. This is the segment. This was the original title of the show. This very true thing. Until it became late night lately. This weekend late night uh, was pretty busy. We are uh, we are now weeks removed from holidays, and it, it kind of it feels as though shows are back in the groove of things. Um, and I know that's strange to say at, at on in the middle of February, but sometimes when shows come back, it can really be a strain uh, when when especially if they they're not really working as well as they should. I don't know why I still have the uh, iPad over here because nothing's happening. I don't have a theme song or anything. I'm quickly trying to open up all of the late night shows. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. I'm missing one, and I don't know which one it is. It's probably uh, Kimmel. Nope, it is Fallon. 
There we go. And and it and it does it it is noticeable sometimes when when these shows aren't prepared like I wasn't for uh for or or you know sometimes we get into a um I don't want to say a rut. I was going to say a groove before, but I want to say a rut for uh when a show is is in the middle of of production and and and, and we get just a, a bad group of guests or guests that just don't work out. I'm not gonna say bad because everybody's different. Kimmel had a good week uh, featuring Paramore uh, sing as, as the as uh, the the singers as the music music act. Uh, although his the um uh the what what's it called um the monologues weren't as tight as they should have been as they usually are. Fallon had a great week with a, a Super Bowl winner in Travis Kelsey, who's announced to be hosting SNL. Uh, also had Liam Neeson and Valentine's Day really proved fruitful for him uh, over there on tonight's show. We'll get into that in a little second. Uh, Seth was always, always tight, uh, even though he had he had people sometimes that he'd never spoken to, and or I mean that that just don't prove themselves to be the the best of guests. Uh, let's see, we got, uh, and in fact, there was, there was a huge callback to his, um, uh, day drinking sketch with, uh, or, or day drinking with Seth thing, feature thing, <laughs> uh, where she, where Lizzo thought that, uh, one of the, one of the writers of the show looked like Paul Rudd because he had a mask on, uh, of, a protective mask. It was very, it's, it was a very funny thing. That the Paul Rudd came on the show this week and and they brought up the clip and it was a very it was it was a great great little interesting thing. Uh, Daily Show came back with Sarah Silverman as host and my God she is so good at what she does. It's just like Chelsea Handler. It's just somebody who, uh, yes, they are both stand ups, but man, it's it's like finding out that a basketball player is good at uh, football. You know, it's it's crazy to see how these two comedians can be so good at hosting a show. And yeah, I know Chelsea's been hosting shows forever. And I know Sarah has also had a late night show and, uh, and it, I, with, I love you America. And it, and also is a good actor herself. Uh, but man, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a wonder what they can do. The late show, Stephen Colbert. He also had a very busy week. We had people. Uh, he what 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 Colbert does really well is that he can bring on uh, business people, and like Seth can bring on um, writers and and news anchors and everything. Uh, uh, it it all it all works for those two, where it doesn't work for everybody else, or it doesn't really fit for everybody else. Like because I wouldn't want to see. No offense to Fallon and Corden, but I really don't want to see them sit down and have a 10-minute serious long conversation with uh, a Reverend Al Sharpton versus with with uh, a Colbert. It just kind of works. I remember within, I believe, his first month, Colbert had uh, the, the person who created Bumble and and uh and ted cruz i remember the 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 crowd booed i think i think it was that in the first month but i remember the crowd booed ted cruz and steven just like he's not doing a character but he even still broke his his uh like if the colbert report is obviously a character and then there's you know when 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 someone doing a monologue uh you can kind of see this with conan they're still playing kind of a character 
Uh, and so Colbert even broke that host streak, that whole streak of a character to, to stop people and go, Hey, Hey, we gotta, we gotta hear him out. Like, cause they were booing him uh, and listen. Uh, I still don't think he is comfortable around his band leaders. Patrick Stewart was on. Ki Huey Kwan was on. Boys to Men were on. Uh, Colbert had a very solid week. And John Oliver was on. So that was good. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it in a second. And then there's a Late Late Show, James Corden. We are marching towards the inevitable end. Uh, it was, it was a, a good week with. Um, uh, Dave Franco and Allison Brie, and we got some trailers for a trailer for uh, Carpool Karaoke with Allison Brie and Danny Putty talking about, I guess, I guess the community. I did not watch the trailer. <laughs> and then we got games. A good set of guests this week Cara Delevingne, Quinta Brunson, Ashton Kutcher. Uh, and uh, that seems to be <laughs> the brunt of the guests that we're on. And O'Shea Jackson Jr. So there you go. All right. This week in late night, continuing, it's the same thing. Popsicle Stick, Popsicle Stick, returns to late night with Seth Meyers. Popsicle Stick is uh, the only way to describe it is bad popsicle jokes and puns, and it ends and it ends with a very elaborate popsicle popsicle sketch you know where these animated popsicles are acting out entire movie scenes and replacing certain words with popstick popsicle or something like that it's a very it's a very very fun thing and it often goes 10 to 12 minutes long and it is uh which is too long which is which works in its favor Uh, i love popsicle stick and when i saw that uploaded to youtube i thought this has to be a dream because they could not do this again. Uh, it, it's an enjoyable thing. Everybody needs to watch it. Uh, Popsicle shtick. I can't believe that they did it again. The last time they did this was December 2020, and that video was removed from YouTube, as Seth uh, notes. Uh, and I just, uh, I've I've seen it, but I don't. It was copy. It was copyright uh, reported or whatever. But yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, uh, another thing that was very important uh, this week was Jimmy Kimmel's Oscars trailer. It was a world premiere trailer that I, quite frankly, and thought I thought was a, uh, uh, a like a, a a joke sketch, a joke sketch that he was going to do that he was doing uh, for for the show in the middle of his monologue, and I just kind of I fast forwarded it. Cause that's what I do. I just I, I I gotta get through these things quickly. So I fast forwarded it to, so I can get to that first guest that night, and um, it turns out it was not. It was a it was a trailer that was Top Gun Maverick, in the in the vein of Top Gun Maverick of, of a scene specific scene from Top Gun Maverick, uh, and uh, John Hamm and Charles Parnell both appeared as the characters from Top Gun Maverick, and Billy Crystal showed up. Uh, it's it's a, it was it's a great it's a great piece of this is why. Jimmy Kimmel was able to basically jumpstart late night on YouTube because they are able to do such slickly produced uh, 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 sketches for for you know broadcast and then uh, cut it out and put it on YouTube. The set looks amazing. It looks just like the movie, and I'm sure there's some green screen work in there. And there's and the office is just like a a very similar backdrop to what is in the movie. But man, it it looks fantastic. And then this is a very actually, you know what? I'm going to save this one for last because I think that'll be a good conversation to have. 
Uh, next up, we have the Tonight Show. As I mentioned before, uh, it was it was there was Tuesday. Tuesday was Valentine's Day, and Fallon really took advantage of that. That the the gang over there at Fallon did such a good job at getting two couples, two sets of couples, and having a couples game where they did uh, a, a played a, a game called Jinx Jinx Challenge. It was uh, the the leading guests were Chip and Joanna Gaines, and then the the follow up guests were Rhett and Link from YouTube's Rhett and Link, and then Amanda Shires and Jason Isbell sang a song. That is that is if anything with if there's nothing else this year that is perfectly set up, that is. And then of course they also had Ask the Fallons, a Valentine's Day edition. I don't know if this aired or anything, but. It was, you know, whatever. I really, uh, that the Ask the Fallon segment, came, which is him and his wife, he and his wife uh, answer questions from the audience uh, or like from, from viewers. Um, what, this came from the, this was born from the pandemic because of their walks and they, I guess, wanted to record it. But I think that the Ask the Fallon stuff, anything behind the scenes works. People want to see what's going on behind the scenes. Even if it's boring to you, even if it's something that I've seen a, a trillion times, it is people people who aren't in the industry love seeing that stuff. If they could get a couple extra seconds, they're going to take it. So as I mentioned before, Rhett and Link and Chip and Joanna Gaines showed up and the, the and Jason Isabel and Amanda Shires. I mean, just three sets of couples that I enjoy. Then there's John Oliver. He stopped by the uh, Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and this just this just works so well because he and Stephen obviously are friends and they they have a rapport. It's a Late Show, a late night show is so much better when they're friends. When Amy Poehler and Tina Fey stopped by uh, Late Night with Seth Meyers, like Tina Fey stopped by Late Night um, this past week, this week, it works. It works well. And they're friends. You know, when anybody on SNL comes by Fallon, then he can he can talk shop with them. When it's a, when it's an old coworker of Colbert's, it works. When it's a British person on the Late Late Show with Corden, yeah, there you go. And when Kimmel can bully uh, Mike Lindell into appearing on the show, but only on the condition that he go across the street to Dave and Buster's and stand in a claw machine. Oh, it, it, it works beautifully. That being said, I have not seen the John Oliver interview this week, <laughs> but he did pop up and I'm being honest. Like a YouTube, oh, like all the YouTubers. Oh, if I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, honestly, Honestly, the iPhone 14 Pro Max camera is really good this year. Oh, God, I hate YouTube so much. And then the final thing from this week on Late, in Late Night. A hint of what a new version of The Daily Show might be. As I mentioned, Sarah Silverman hosted, but she threw on Wednesday to a segment featuring Roy Wood Jr. and Desi Lydic doing a segment called Double Take. Now, I have not seen... Uh, uh, actually, let me Google. We're going to do this. Double Take. I have not seen uh, uh, every episode of The Daily Show, and I'm not even going to pretend I've done that. So this is the first time they've done this. They did a segment called Double Take, where it's the two of them basically bantering back and forth about one topic. And the topic was 
uh, air travel failures. I can't believe how well they worked together, how seamless it was for them to bounce things back and forth, and how, I mean, just natural two people look at the Daily Show desk. It feels like Weekend Update. Weekend Update should now just be two people from now on, not one person. Seth was the only person who should do it by himself, by themselves. It should always be two people. Late night can work with two people. Like we're, we're really showing that at this point. One wasn't a sidekick. You know, they could send one on assignment still and it could still work. Like PBS NewsHour works really well because Jeff and Amna uh, are, are, are two people from similar backgrounds. You know, they're both brown people and they both have work in the news and uh, for, for a period of time and they both have anchored a version of PBS NewsHour by themselves so let's get back to double take this was such a great segment seven minutes of them just doing uh, referencing videos and telling jokes and and just working really well together all around um and the reason why i'm 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 emphasizing this so much is because the 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 suggested rumor is that I mean, although this could be wrong because the Late Late Show uh, is now not coming back and it's being replaced with At Midnight on, on CBS. Um, but the leading rumor for what's going to happen with The Daily Show, who's going to take the helm, is Roy Wood Jr. and Desi Lydic. And I and I I am all I'm all for it. You know, uh, Hasan Minaj is coming back next week to host for a week, um, and uh, we've seen him host a show. We've seen him host uh, that Netflix show, and that show was built around him, for him, and around him. And that's why it, he works on that show. Him being a correspondent on The Daily Show, good. Uh, I, again, I will just have to wait to see how he hosts The Daily Show. I don't think I don't think he's hosted before, unlike John Oliver, who was able to host The Daily Show while John Stewart was away making Rose. I think that's what the movie was called, Rose or something like that. Um, but. This this double take featuring Desi and Roy is just, I mean, it 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 was already a great episode, and it really put sealed a cap on it for it to be uh, a hint of what these two could do together. And I would, it would be a shame if they don't reformat the show to work around these two, and then also expand it to an hour. Daily Show doesn't need to be followed. I mean, I would love for Larry Wilmore's show to have still been around or even for someone to take over the helm of the nightly show without, you know, with Wilmore just producing. Um, but it would, it, this show should definitely be, if they're, if they do bring these two in the host, it should be expanded and they should give other correspondents a little bit more to do. Um, that, that would definitely work out in their favor. And I, and I mean, you know, they can they can do anything. The Daily Show doesn't cost much. You know, all it takes is just writing a bunch of jokes around news stories for the day. Uh, and they already take extensive breaks. <laughs> so they might as well uh, continue on uh, doing more of the same thing. I, I mean, again, I, I, lo- I love the segment and it was it was great. I would love to. I would definitely love to see more of that. Play your cards. Play them. All right, and uh, the final thing I want to talk about for this week's episode of Late Night Lately is uh, uh, online-only videos. 
So as I mentioned before, Ask the Fallons was born from the pandemic, and it really uh, shows that there is a different side to Fallon. I mean, people think he... I think he he is performing all the time and people do think that he is a little bit more like a puppy dog and and, and overacting and, and yeah I can definitely see where that's coming but uh when we see these behind the scenes things I have no qualms with Fallon. I think he's a great guy. Uh I do think he made a mistake rubbing Trump's head like that. And uh I do think that NBC is going to be at a loss when it tries to fight Fallon with Colbert because I because now we're at kind of at a point in television in late night and in the news uh, cycle where we don't need to have two of the same kind of hosts fighting over you know ratings um you know people go to a you can you can watch you can watch both now. Like, there's, you don't need to choose. Oh, I, I, I can't watch Carson Letterman's on, you know, or whatever, whatever uh, uh, was going on back in the late '90s, early 2000s, and the '90s, early 2000s, '90s and the 2000s, whatever. But you can then now you can watch them on. You can watch all this stuff on YouTube. You can pick and choose what segments you want to watch. If I don't want to watch, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm gonna hold on. I'm on Corden's page. If I well, he has that doesn't make sense for him. If I don't want to watch uh, Patrick Stewart's interview with Colbert and just watch Key Huey Kwan's, then I will. I'll do that, and I can just watch this those eight minutes. And if and if I just want to watch the monologue and then those eight minutes, that could be my late night. That could be my late show. Um, and so I think I think Ask the Fallons is just a just a great addition to their YouTube page, and they should and they should continue doing more behind the scenes stuff. I know that costs. Uh, not just time, but like just the monochrome of money, and they don't want to do that. You know, they they go in there, they do their day. This and this goes for every late night show. They go in there, they do their day, they produce, you know, the episode, and then people just leave. <laughs> just like, all right, it is six o'clock, ten o'clock out. Great show, everybody. Now moving on, same network, but moving on to a different show. Corrections. Uh, Late night with Seth Meyers' corrections is just the creme de la creme, the 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 best version of online, you know, extras that have ever appeared for any late night show, and that and I am saying that knowing well and good that Conan uh, uh, has has some online only exclusives as well, and I again Conan is my favorite late night host, but man, the, the correction segments are just just 12, 12 to 20 minutes of Seth crapping on his audience. <laughs> it's so great and so fun. There's inside jokes and they get consistently 250,000, 300,000 views and we are all fans. We're all just friends <laughs> just watching the show. Some of them are more annoying than others, but man, I love Corrections and uh, yeah, I just can't, I can't explain. Oh, and Corrections is him uh, audience members write in corrections for the mistakes during the show, and he uh, mistakenly, which I, I still don't think he should have done, uh, but it, worked, it has worked out well for him. He uh, he tells he tells people, or he like he'll he'll read the corrections, and it's it's just fantastic. Um, now moving on to the Daily Show video podcast. This is something that uh, had that started prior to Trevor leaving. Um, I mean, even so, I think it started like almost a year ago where they have 
the uh, they have podcasts now for the Daily Show, and it is and they have video versions of the podcast. So they so there's a show called Hold Up with Josh Johnson and Dulce Sloan from the Daily Show, and they they host like they do a pod. It's 48 minutes, you know, an hour of of a show. It's I think it works really well for uh, sorry I just clicked on a video. I think it works really well for the Daily Show, and it's just it's just an extra set of things to watch. Which is which which is fantastic. This is what people want. And even if it doesn't, you know, get the most views, if they get 10, 15, 20,000 views, uh, who cares? You know? Same thing for Beyond the Scenes, which is a, a show hosted by Roy Wood Jr. I mean, we it's so it's it's fascinating. People want to see people behind the show talk about the show. What else? What else is there? Then there's a Colbert questionnaire, which I can't wrap my mind around if, if that is, uh, in fact, an online only thing, because there's there's like there's an exclusive one, you know, for instance, with, you know, there's exclusive ones like with like Michelle Obama. There's a two parter with Bono that is in total. Well, like almost 20 minutes long. So it I, I I'm still unsure if the if the show is uh, the Colbert questionnaire segment, rather, is uh, is in fact what it appears to be an online only video or not? But yeah, there you go, and that and and that's why online only videos. I think they this again. I'm hammer this home. People want to see what's going on. They want to if they love a show, they want to spend more time with the other people. I think you know, late night with Lily Singh. She not only did she have that audience from YouTube and. Uh, the second season was loads better than the first season. Uh, it's when you when you can bring her personality or someone or someone like that. When you can bring that personality into these online videos, and people can still spend just an extra amount of time with you. That's when it works. That's when it works really, really well. Okay, well that is it for this uh, for late night lately. Uh, we've got, uh, more episodes, an episode next week, I guess. I don't know. If you like what you heard here, why don't you check out the video over there on youtube.com slash C plus comedy, where you can see other video podcasts as well as regular podcasts called the constitutionals, which is a entertainment business news podcast and, uh, LinkedIn logs, which is the show where I try to become a linked influencer, the number one linked influencer. You can also, uh, subscribe to those shows wherever you get podcasts you can also, over there on YouTube.com slash C Comedy, watch News Time, which is our weekly entertainment business news show that is not the Constitutionals. It's like the Daily Show, except way less funny. You can follow us on uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, I was almost said LinkedIn, and TikTok at C Comedy. Follow me on those platforms at Chad Black White. Rate, review, subscribe to the show, wherever you get your podcast, tell your friends, and uh, that's the end of the show. If I had, you know what? Hold on. I do have, I'll use the theme song from the last time as the ending song. Here we go.